Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast today. Susan Bauer, your host. And it's part two, everybody. We're talking about team building and onboarding. We're taking hosts to new consultants, new consultants to be that amazing team builder right from the start, and then team builders to successfully onboard. So this is part two, and I am joined again by Vice President Sales Leader Megan McCollum, who is from Magnolia, Delaware. Anyone from Delaware out there? So thanks, Megan, for joining us for part two. Thank you for having me. Yes. Well, it wouldn't really be a part two without you. So (laughs) so we really want to cover the rest of the process. And it really is just a three-part process. So if you um, joined us for part one, and, and it's okay if you haven't, you can go back and listen to that one. But part one covered kind of your mindset, what you're thinking about and how to frame thinking about turning your hosts into new consultants. But what comes after you ask? So that's helping that new consultant team build right from the beginning and successfully onboard. And that isn't something that I feel all new consultants think about or feel confident in doing. So Megan will cover exactly what she does in today's episode. So Megan, let's let's jump right in to getting your new consultants to start team building. What do you do? So the first thing that I do is I get them into my project broadcast from day one with a new consultant onboarding messages. And you can access these messages through the resource under training, onboarding, and there is a whole Google form that you can either use the campaign code for if you have project broadcast, or you can use, there is a sample script with the typed out messages and just tweak those to make them your own. They're really amazing. And they're the steps through the first 90 days of getting your new team members acquainted and thinking and doing all the things to really get their businesses up and rolling, including recruiting and onboarding their new team members. This can also be utilized no matter where you are with day one or day 101 of your business. So that if they feel like, I don't know how to onboard somebody, this is how they do it, right? So they're getting these messages, they're going to be using these messages, and it's just going to trickle on. And it's really like setting them up for huge success. I think it's important to end each message with a question. And here's why. I have multiple messages going out, right, every day. And I want to be able to have that communication with them. I want to continue to get to know them, right? We're, we're already working on developing and establishing that relationship, but it's important that they know that I'm here for them. They are obviously going to know that these are autom- automated messages because I'm encouraging them to use them with their new consultants, but I want them to know that I'm on the other end and that I want to talk to them and I want to know them and I want to have that conversation with them. So no matter when they respond, when I respond, we're, we're having that open dialogue and we're just continuing to grow our relationship and, and really move in a positive direction. And I want to thank you, Megan, because as you know, you were, you were part of our little task force that worked on our new consultant tools, as well as our onboarding tools. And you sent what you did for Project Broadcast. And I actually looked at a lot of other leaders who also had a Project Broadcast campaign. So if you see yours in there and you're out there, thank you. (laughs) 
for contributing and you probably didn't even know it, but looked at it and took the best of the best. And Megan, I think that what you said is so important. Those messages, they end with a question and you want to customize them guys, you know, make them your own, but at least you're not starting from square one. And what that does, as you said, it, it's a way you're giving them something, but it's a way for you to have a conversation with them. So it's not a one-way conversation and you're really getting to know them through that. I love that. So what else? I know that you have project broadcast, but there's a couple of other things that you do with those new consultants. So another thing that I do, and you do not have to reinvent this wheel. You have, if you have a leader, whether it's your direct leader or a couple levels up, you can, you can plug into things that are already happening. But something else that I'm doing is a weekly call. And this is something that I don't record so that they know that if they're investing in their business, I'm investing in them and that they have to come to get the information. But it is also so that they feel comfortable to ask those questions. So this is a new consultant call, but I let my team know that anybody can come forever and always. I am going to send you four messages and I do schedule those through Project Broadcast with the link and a reminder. And at the beginning of every meeting, I'm going to say, I'm going to send you this four times. And if after that, you're like, listen, Megan, I don't need to to come to this call anymore, then amazing. Bravo, right? But you are welcome to come forever and always. And as you bring on new team members, I encourage you to come with them as well. And then I have had leaders who have come for weeks and weeks. And when I have to step out, maybe I'm on a trip or maybe I have a sick child. I can reach out to them and I can say, hey, can you run the, the meeting this for this coming week? And they can do that. And so it's helping to build my leaders as well because they're experiencing it. They're participating. They're sharing their ideas and their feedback. And it's really just creating like such a positive team culture. I do not come with an agenda. I say this, you can ask me about anything you need. We can talk about host is coaching, the back office, onboarding, recruiting, what, you know, just if you need to just talk through some things like that, this is a hundred percent open and available for whatever you need. However, if nobody's talking, I always have things to talk about. So I will base like who is on the call. If it is all newbies, I'll say, okay, are we all good with the back office? Is there anything I can share with you? Or what's going on with your party calendar? Just kind of trying to get that conversation going and and evaluating. If I have a mix, I'll call on some of my seasoned consultants to help with my newbies and giving suggestions and feedback. So really like basing who's there and what kind of support may be the most helpful to them at that time. Which makes it really relevant. And I really love that you make the calls exclusive because how many people out there you know, there's a webinar or there's something and it's recorded and you always think you're going to go back and listen to it again, but you never do. Anyone guilty of that? I know that happens to me. And the other thing is then it gives people an opportunity to really feel relaxed. Like, oh, this isn't recorded. I don't have to worry about anything I'm going to ask. And then it gives you those deeper connections with, with the newbies. And that's when they need to have those questions answered so they feel confident and they know, and and they're developing skills. They're new. They need to do that. Absolutely. Megan, I love the calls. They're every four weeks. Is there anything they do in between? Yes. So I actually give homework. 
And I think that it really has helped my team to feel confident and to get experience doing this. So each week at the end of the call, I save like the last four or five minutes and I say, okay, I'm going to give you homework. And I know that feels a little crazy, but it's going to be so worth it. So I'm going to ask you to reach out to three people that you want to share this business opportunity with. And I'm going to give them examples of who those three types of people could be, but it's not uh, restricted to these types of people. So one could be a friend who maybe has little children, who is expecting, who you know is working to eliminate the chemicals and the toxins from their home. Maybe it's a friend who recently left their job, right? We know a lot of people left their jobs this past November, December time, and they're looking for additional income. And maybe it's just for a season and that's okay because this season could really change their life and change the trajectory of their life. Maybe it's somebody who you're like, I know that an additional income would really help them out right now. And maybe it's just a friend who is super fun and you're like, I would love to work with my best friend every day. Working with my sister or my sister-in-law or my neighbor would just be amazing. Like how cool would that be? So think of three people that you want to offer this opportunity to and reach out to them, have that conversation. And if they say no, that's okay. Because what this is going to do is it's going to get you used to, to hearing those no's and it's going to be great practice for what and how you say and typically takes us nine no's to hear a yes. So if we are reaching out to three people every week, that's, that's, we're going to get a yes a month. Right. And then as we're asking our hosts to join in our parties, that's we're like re-promoting to TC each month, which is the goal. And that's amazing. And I'm also going to ask them to reach out to five people to see if they're interested in hosting a party. And maybe those three that you asked and they said, now's not the right time. They are going to be part of your five that say yes to hosting. Maybe they're going to say, okay, this, I am interested in hosting a party, but joining right now just isn't for me. And you're still going to invite them to join when they're hosting, because I've had multiple people who said no to me multiple times. I have a sales leader on my team who said no to me six times. And I was a little relentless about it, but she said, no, no, no. And then when it came time to her party and I said, are you hundred percent sure that you're not interested in, in converting this? That was the time that she said, yes. And now she is an amazing leader on my team. So I encourage you to reach out and ask them these things. Now, I'm also going to encourage you to do this homework as well. So think of those three people that you want to reach out to this week and invite to join your team. And then five people that you want to encourage to host a party. And I don't know if you saw, but there is an extra large mop coming in February. And that's pretty incredible. I am also hosting my own party because I need an extra large mop ASAP. It is pretty amazing. I have to say that I did receive it and it is really amazing. I love Megan that you just challenged everybody on the call to do that homework. Everybody knows that we always have an action item at the end of our podcast. So thank you for sharing that now. Oh, but yeah. there's one more thing that I know you do. And so you host become consultants. You have new consultants who are out there. They are actively asking people about joining, asking people about having parties. But then when people join their team, there's this, oh my gosh, I just started. I don't know enough. I don't know how to get people started. 
So what do you what do you do then? So that's when the new consultant Google form is really going to come into play. And also the new consultant section in the resource is really jam-packed with incredible information. And I can vouch for that. So there is such great details there. Having them utilize that Google form, getting those sample text messages to send out, using the steps. It gives you literally step-by-step guide of how to get started, how to onboard your new team members, how to help them have the most success in their new businesses. And it's just, it's so simple. Just following the steps takes off that pressure and that, oh my gracious, I don't know what to do next or I don't know how to do this yet because it's going to teach you all the things. I love that you promote our tools and our resources and that you use them. And I have to thank you because you also were very instrumental in helping to create what those new consultant tools, um, that onboarding guide looks like. So I'm going to actually add to that action item. Usually I only like to give one because I think people can do one. And um, a lot of times if you tell them to do more than that, they, they have a much less success rate. However, I think you should do Megan's homework, which is really simple, guys. That is to reach out to three people about um, team building, about possibly joining you, and five hosts, five people to have a party with. And that's it. All you have to do is ask. And then the second thing is, if you don't know the onboarding Google Doc and you haven't discovered it yet, I would highly recommend get off this podcast unless you happen to be out in the woods walking someplace and go to the resource, go to training and click on onboarding because that is, it's just laid out there and there are text messages. There's also steps in there. We share the ones that go from Norwex because if you're thinking, well, Norwex sends text messages out too. Yes, we do. But the ones that are in there for you to send, they complement what we do. So it really is just this simple system that anybody can use. So thanks, Megan, for joining us, not for just one podcast, but for two. So thanks for sharing today. Thank you so much for having me. And everyone out there, thank you. Hope you're having a wonderful day and we'll see you next time.